three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is The Real Pineapple. This is your uh, Triple H here, your humble host hunter, as it were. And I am joined here by uh, frequent Real Pineapple contributor, uh, podcaster, generous lover, uh, (laughs) uh, streamer. Uh, you can follow. You can go ahead and follow him on SoundCloud, uh, ho- uh, hosting his own podcast, the uh, KJ and OJ podcast. Uh, OJ, welcome to the show, sir. Hey, good to see. You. Good to have you, sir. Good to be back. And it's also good to have you on the show. Oh, <laughs> don't, don't mind me. I've been listening to a lot of uh, older tunes with the oh. Well, what what kind of older tunes? Oh, just all kinds of stuff, man. Like like older show tunes and that kind of thing for the shit of it. That's fair. Have you seen uh, Great Showman yet? Not like, yet, man. You should watch that, man. I think you I, enjoy uh, it. I, I've been meaning to, man. I I heard one of the songs and I wasn't like tickled pink with it. Okay. And I was just like, eh, may not be the best one. Like, I don't know. I think musicals are a really hard thing to do these days. I agree, especially um, writing a new one because you got to have like a major hit on your hands. I think in order for that shit to take off properly anymore. Old ha- Hamilton, man, is. Quite incredible. I have not, I've not checked that out yet. Okay, that's something like because we've talked musicals, we've gotten nerdy on the musicals. Uh, Phantom of the Opera is still my favorite, and Michael Crawford is the Phantom. Everyone else can suck it. That is, especially Gerard Butler. (laughs) Yeah, Gerard. (laughs) Damn. What you love, Angel has fallen. (laughs) I mean, so I don't. It's not like I, I don't dislike Gerard Butler. He was in that one movie where he was the preacher in Africa, right? Or. Oh, oh, Machine Gun Preacher? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed enjoy that one. I really enjoyed that, I too. I came out of nowhere for me, because when mm-hmm. I first saw it, I was just like, oh, Gerard Butler, he's going to shoot a bunch of stuff, whatever. People forget he did that movie. Because I brought that up to several people who actually liked Gerard Butler. I'm like, that's right. It was him and uh, Michelle Monaghan. I'm yeah. like, yeah. And I was really shocked at, I thought it was some of the best acting he'd done in a good minute. And uh, the story was good. The action was good. I thought it was well shot. I mean, I... I'd give it a solid A minus on your on your show. Yep, same. Machine Gun, Machine Gun Preacher. Yeah, no, I, I enjoy the hell out of that. Um, what we are talking about is something that. Uh, <laughs> so we've talked a lot about this on, off mic, so it's only fair we get on mic. We are talking about. So, <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll tie this back here, but there is a, a hilarious Tyler Perry connection in a sense to this movie. Because Journey uh, 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 Smollett uh, Bell, uh, she plays Black Canary uh, in, in the, this movie. And she was in uh, the one Tyler Perry movie, uh, Tyler Perry's Temptation, Confessions of a Marriage Counselor. And the, reason, and the reason I bring that up is that was 2013. I remember thinking, God, that's a long title for a fucking movie. Which brings us to our trailer review. <laughs> Oh, Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. That is the actual title of the movie, and I'm going to tell you right now, that is way too long of a title from Jump. Yep, absolutely. It honestly should be called the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn 
and the Birds of Prey. Yeah, so so I, I have to get this, my prerequisite DC apology out of the way, so if you'll uh, allow me the floor here. So, when we reviewed Aquaman, I gave it a C, S-E-A, uh, <laughs> plus, as it were. I, I, it was a C or a C plus, can't remember which. Uh, Shazam, I gave a solid, uh, solid A to. Really enjoy, <coughs> enjoy the hell out of Shazam. I was super happy with uh, with how well it did. Yeah, that was a good, damn good one. Here's been my thing with DC, and I it, it, I feel like I have to go on this apology tour whenever I do. We ever we do a review for DC, because I have these DC fans going, "Dear Hunter, I'm living at home in my parents' basement, but let me go ahead and tell you something about you." I think, damn. No, dude. Like I, and, and honestly, man. Like I. I and we've talked about this stuff off mic. I think I have been fair in my criticisms with DC films. I enjoy, don't love, Man of Steel. Uh, BVS, if you haven't listened to our review, spoiler alert, I wasn't a fan. Uh, Je- Suicide Squad was after that. I I hate Suicide Squad. If I, if I ever meet David Ayer, I, I would love to get his thoughts on what happened with that. Because I feel like that was not the movie he made. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. Um... It's hot garbage, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, it's a steaming pile of hot garbage. Yeah, basing it off of what... Because at least there's a few moments for me in BVS. I'm like, oh, okay. Even with the stuff I liked in Suicide Squad, it was immediately followed up with something that just made me almost want to vomit. Like, I was just... Like, like just to a point where I was pissed. Like, and, and while, like I said, BVS does bother me, at least there, you get that great Arkham fight scene in there. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jeremy Irons was great as Alfred. There, yeah. There's enough there that I could, if it was on cable, I'd be like, all right, fine. If I was hungover, I wouldn't turn it off. Suicide Squad, I would search for my remote yeah. <laughs> actively and turn it off. And then um, and then after that, we got Justice League. And I enjoyed Justice League. Not perfect, but I enjoyed it. Give, gave us all a B, I want to say. Um, really enjoyed Justice League. Uh, Cyborg and Flash being my favorite parts outside of... Uh, getting Superman uh, glimpses of the Superman that I want. Uh, and he uses ice breath, so fuck yeah. And then we get to Shazam. Uh, wait, Shazam? That's that Shazam? Yeah. Wait, what was... Um, Justice League? Justice League? Oh, no, uh, uh, Aquaman. Aquaman. Uh, okay, yeah, and Aquaman... <laughs> and Aquaman, um, like I said, I gave a C plus. Shazam, I really enjoyed. It, it, it. Here's the thing about these movies, though. Even when I am trying to give them credit... I've had so many people off mic who have genuinely gone or tweeted me have gone, you're not being fair to these movies. Here's the thing I'm going to say about these movies. Suicide Squad is a bad film. There, there's no... If you just tell me you like it in that same way I like Bushwhacked, then you know, fine. <laughs> like, you just like a bad movie. Like that's Bushwhacked what... is cinematic masterpiece. Yeah, no, like... like... <laughs> Thank you, Daniel Stern. <laughs> no, it's... A... <laughs> Forget the Wonder Years. Forget narrating that. Bushwhacked were that. That's right, he did. Yeah, that's right, he, he did. Was narr- there. He was I totally narrator. forgot about yeah, that. Man. Son of a bitch. Okay, damn, you're blowing my mind right now. But, <laughs> but you, uh, but, but watching this movie, it's just like, God, like this trailer. Here's the thing, guys. DC has what twenty five years plus of like great animated films for the most part. Like twenty years, let's say twenty years. Twenty years, like like from Batman: Mask of the Phantasm to where we are now. That'd be twenty four. Yeah, years. twenty four, twenty five. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, DC's done so well in the anime in the anime realm. Uh, I will say now the films are starting to sh- they're starting to slow down a little bit. Not not completely different quality, but 
Last couple I've been crazy about, Killing Joke is kind of what started that trend, which I still don't know how that movie went as wrong as it did. Um, but, you know, whatever. Batman Massive Phantasm, uh, Green Lantern First, Con- uh, First Flight, uh, the Wonder Woman film they did, Superman Batman Apocalypse, All-Star Superman, uh, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited. I mean, that's just going off what I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, DC's done very well in the animated realm. And one of the big reasons for that, if not the big reason, is Bruce Timm, who I do not think gets nearly the amount of credit that he deserves for no. being as brilliant as he is. And I'm going to say it right now, I know a lot of people who, who are very infatuated and just love Jeff Johns, which is fine. Uh, when Jeff Johns gives a shit about what he's writing, he's a damn good writer. Do not misunderstand. Problem is, he doesn't always give a shit. And certain characters, Superman, Wonder Woman, uh, suffer when he doesn't give a shit. Bruce Tim gives a shit about everyone. He made Hot Girl awesome. Like, Bruce Tim knows his shit. And I cannot stress enough how much it should be him spearheading Worlds of DC or DCE, whatever the fuck they're calling it today. <laughs> whatever DC's going to look like in the next decade, it should be Bruce Tim. It should not be Jeff Johns. I'm throwing that out there right now. Sorry, go ahead. I feel like you're about to say something. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say I would be... Um, I would not have a problem with that as a big DC fan. Yeah. Um, just to kind of give you guys out there uh, a glimpse. Um, I love Man of Steel. For me, it is... Like it's I, I I fucking love it start to finish. Yep. It's it's a uh, fan fucking tastic on your scale. For me, the be- it's the second best Superman film they've made, behind the original or uh, Donner Cut. Oh Donner Cut, yeah, yeah. No Don- Donner Cut's great. Which if you have not seen the Donner Cut, watch the Donner Cut. Like I rarely recommend director's cuts. You need to see the Donner Cut if you have not seen it. So in the Donner Cut, folks, there's the C- so in in Superman two. Uh, when Lois figures out that he's Superman, yeah, the scene in the Donner Cut. I'm not gonna spoil the twist that's in there, but you're yeah. gonna, you're, 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 it's great scene. I fucking love it. Yeah. Um, but you'll notice the film quality is drastically different, and that's because that's uh not test footage, but uh like a rehearsal footage sort of thing. Okay. So it wasn't an actual meant to be take. Gotcha. Um, but it's that good that it fucking just works. Yeah. And, uh, oh, so good. So, so good, that scene. But the Donner Cut is immense. I mean, well, he directed three-quarters of the, or two-thirds of the movie. Yeah. And then, what's his name, Richard Lester took over. But yeah. anyway, d- despite despite all that, I'm one of those that I think, I, I love Man of Steel. But I, I also love Superman Returns, and I have my reasons for all that. And Shit, I wear a Superman necklace for crying out loud. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... The uh, sorry, All Star Superman. Please watch All Star Superman. Yes, you not watch please that. So, watch All Star Superman as well. That Absolutely. that's top five Superman arcs for me ever. I yeah. genuinely love All Star Superman. It is excellent. Yeah. Um, but I was just going to say that, like, I don't like. I see the fault in in the in the stuff that gets made, and I, I'm at that. How do I put this? Like, it's. There's been a lot of hit or miss for me, too, because these are characters that I have a lot invested in, personally. Yeah. Um, I, so, BVS, I'm more forgiving than a lot of people. I've given you my argument why, and you actually said I gave you a better argument than most. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll save that for another time. We'll save that for a rainy day. Um, but uh, regardless, like I, I'm more forgiving of that, but I despise Aquaman. I think that's... <laughs> 
I think that's a walking piece of trash from start to finish, and don't, my God. Don't put your trash in the water, kids. <laughs> no. Give a hoot. Don't pollute. Yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> oh, my eye like lit up when you said that. <laughs> that's, a, that's old, man. That's really? a, yeah, that's from like the 80s. Oh, I like that. Okay. Give a hoot. Don't pollute. Um, anyway. Um, the, so, like, I love Shazam, and I hate Suicide Squad, man, with a fiery passion. Yeah, I, yeah. That, that is a... Who, man, I felt like... I, for me, it felt like, oh, shit, we need to make our own Guardians of the Galaxy, the way they were trying to incorporate the soundtrack as much yeah. as they did. And it just, oh my god, it felt so fucking forced. And Jared Leto. Yeah. Which, if we're gonna talk about the trailer... Yeah, we gotta talk about the Joker. I gotta say, man, his stink is all over this. You think so? Dude, the way she brings him up, the way she's like throwing the knife at the wall in that one little quick second with his face on it and all. Yeah. Um, he, I, he has a confirmed cameo, right? I haven't read that. I thought they said that Jared Leto was on set and makeup and all that fun so stuff. So I had not read that. So okay. I heard that was a rumor. So. Okay, well, if it is a rumor, like, that would just be adding to it. Yeah. Like, oh, like, I don't know. Like, I think they need to separate, especially with, especially with a Joker solo film dropping, the last thing you need to do is reference a different Joker. Yeah. That's a really, that's actually a really good point. Anything about that? And... And that's been part of my problem. I'm like, we get Joaquin Joker in two days. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, we're two days away from that from right now. And what the shit? Why are we talking about this? Oh, sorry. No, Let's no, stop. no. So, so here's here's what I'll say about Jared Leto's, Leto's Joker. Uh, it's trash. It, it's it's horrible. It's somehow worse than his music. <laughs> if, if, if you can believe it. But, and, and, and to be fair, there's like three, 30 seconds of more songs I actually like. But... Jerlo's Joker was so frustrating because there's that one scene where he sits in the guy's lap, and I kind of went, "Okay, there's glimpses here. There's glimpses of to what." To me, that was the one scene. Yeah, like there's glimpses of what it could be, but every other part where he's in that movie, it feels like it. Like it feels like the movie's done, and they're like shoehorned in a post credit thing every time he's there. It's like the scene didn't need the Joker, but he's here. Oh. Uh, and he's really acting more like a boogeyman in that movie because you barely see him, but yet you see him too much. He's a really impressive sort of... <laughs> you, you know what I mean? I it's do. Like, it's actually impressive how they found the balance. So uh, with this trailer, and I have to, we got to bring up Margot Robbie because, OJ, you put it perfectly, man. It should be called The Emancipation of one Harley Quinn, maybe parentheses, Suicide Squad? <laughs> like, Seriously. Yeah, like Todd from... Uh, uh, Bojack, like, Karay, question mark? Like, <laughs> uh, but, so, I will say, Margot Robbie. I'm a huge fan of Margot Robbie. And I, and I think her biggest problem is that people still see her, some people still see her as the hot chick from Wolf of Wall Street as opposed to the Oscar-nominated caliber actress that she can't be. And I really think that's unfair to her. So I'm going to give her a little bit of rope here because... While I was not crazy about her portrayal uh, of Harley in Suicide Squad, I thought there were moments where it worked. I thought there were some moments where she just didn't have it. She's not doing the voice nearly as much in this trailer, which gives me some hope that maybe the accent will just be gone like halfway through, hopefully. Maybe they resolve. So I'll say right now, I hope they resolve that Joker shit like first third or first quarter. I hope it is 
dealt with and done, and then we move on to Birds of Prey proper. If, if that kind of makes sense. Yeah, absolutely, man. I, um, I, I'm almost thinking about it like the Killing Joke movie, where maybe they'll have that first section dedicated to Batgirl, and then they kind of jump into the whole the, the story at, at large. That's kind of how I'm thinking it might, or how I'm hoping it will go, because I really, I'm right there with you. I don't want the Joker kind of hanging over this like a cloud the whole yeah. time. Because I don't think the movie can breathe on its own if it does that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be a huge problem. Because I will say, I've read a little bit. Not a lot, but I've read a little bit of uh, Birds of Prey. So I'm somewhat familiar with the characters. Um, I will say I'm curious to see Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Uh, I, I really just... I mean, she'll always be Ramona Flowers to me. But I loved her in 10 Cloverfield Lane. She and was great. record is some. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, uh... <laughs> Yeah, her and uh, Uma Gregor are in this together, and uh, is that a coincidence? You know, it's funny you bring that up. <laughs> I, because, because I was happy when she got cast as Huntress. I was like, okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, I. Uh, sorry, sorry. No, 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 you're good because I, as someone who likes watching like these character actors, like people like her, like Walton Goggins, people like yeah. that, I like to see them take that next step. Yeah, you know, and get more eyes on them. Uh, so I really like Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Um, she was actually in this movie, oh my god, I'm blanking on the name, but I just watched it like a month ago, and it was actually really good, uh, all about, all about Amy, I want to say what it's called, mm-hmm. um, oh, all about Nina, pardon me, and, uh, she was really good in that, oh, she's in Gemini Man, okay, cool, fuck yeah, um, I really like Mary Elizabeth Winstead, but the problem with this trailer, and I was telling people this from Jump, when they were like, hey, Birds of Prey trailer is coming out, you know, this week, I was like, I really want to see the Birds of Prey highlight we know who harley is yeah she's going through a breakout that's a new wrinkle to her character but i really wanted to see the other key players uh highlighted and this is really this makes it feel like a harley quinn movie and that really kind of makes me go like well if it's a harley quinn movie just make a harley quinn movie yeah i i i see where you're going with all that and i just want to clarify that i really do like mary elizabeth winstead as well i just I mean, Homer, you know, t- tabloids are tabloids, man. Like, shit gets out. I mean, hey, if her and you and her are happy, who am I to fucking argue? I mean... I mean, she was a homewrecker, so let's be clear. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no, I didn't say that. What well, I said it wasn't like, true. <laughs> like, I mean, let's be clear. I mean, she was like... Like, Ewan's marriage was New Orleans, and she was Katrina. She went through, <laughs> went through and wrecked that There it is. Thank you, but... Sorry, go ahead. But no, I uh, but no, I do like I do like her in general. Of course, as you know, Ramona Flowers, she's amazing. I mean, just alone, she is great in that, and yep. that's enough to. She's so damn good in it that it's enough to give her a pass in a lot of things. So I I, I would like to see. I would have really liked to have seen more of her as well. I'm glad they chose some selective shots for. Um, some of the other uh, characters, like when you see the ones singing, like the glass of wine or champagne, yeah, you, like you'll see that shaking and that kind of thing. I thought that was a really nice touch to throw in there. Like if you're gonna limit the exposure, at least show what they can do to a, to a degree. Yeah, but um, I really wanted more uh, Black Mask, honestly. Yeah, so it's funny you say that. Uh, I'll tell you right now, we will not see Black Mask in the mask. Until the movie. I, oh, I, no, no. I, I, but even just more Ewan. Just more Ewan because I think you only get, like, certain things that are said. Yeah. And it's hard to really hear like, that scene right there. This is, you had that queued up. But um, the uh, you don't get too much of his character 
except there's a little bravado, and the guy looks good in a suit. Yeah. You know, but I kind of wanted a little more. Like, what is going to push Harley this time around? Because, I mean, I'm going to call a spade a spade here. I mean, I, I admit she's a super popular character. A lot of people love her. I like the cartoon version of her and the video game version. Yeah, um, the Arkham games. Yep, yep. the Arkham games. Um, not a fan of Margot Robbie's take on her at all. And uh, this will be interesting. If she redeems herself in my eyes, then cool, cool. I, I hope she does. I hope she... I don't know, man. It just It just seems... Like, I already know her, you know? Like, I don't need a bunch of glory shots right out of the gate. Yeah, so this is what I'll say. This is also directed by Kathy uh, Kathy Yan, yep. who went ahead and has only done really one, like, has done a lot of, like, short films, really. Yep. That's really all she's done for the yep. most part. Um, I will say, and this is going to be somewhat controversial, but it's true, so, you know, disagree. I don't... I, I, you wrote thing five years in, I'm going to start caring now. Um, but... Um, she is a minority woman directing her first big budget movie. She's probably got one at bat at this, and it's uh. it's and it's really unfair. Cause I'll tell you right now, um, OJ will tell you, man. I mean, we live together. I was freaking out about Black Panther. Not that it wouldn't be great, but that Ryan Coogler would fuck up this one, and people would be like, "Cool, we're done with you." And then you know, down to the bottom of the rung you go. So mm-hmm. I was really concerned about that. I always want to see. More, not not just more female directors because it feels like there's so fucking few, um, but I just want to see more people on the come up because we need more voices, we need more diverse voices. So I really hope she's like, even if the story's not good, it's directed soundly because, like I said, this is her shot. She's got a chance to really make a big, big mark here. And I'm gonna kind of flip the script here a little bit. We look at someone like Patty Jenkins who, you know, did Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman 84, coming out in June. But she was originally tapped to do Thor the Dark World, and then she ended up dropping out of it. Thank God she dropped Thor the Dark World, by the way, because uh, I, you know, I, I love the Marvel brand, but Thor the Dark World is, I'll be kind and say poopy. <laughs> it is not a good movie, to, no, it is not. to put it mildly. So... I really hope she's Kathy's able to find something in this and really knock it out of the park. But I'm concerned, man, because first time director to handle, you know, a big budget movie like this, it, it is 75 mil, so it is on the lower side, which I think will, is good to be completely honest. Because this, if this was like, you know, this was Justice League and it was 300 million dollars, I'd be like, you, you know what I mean? Cause, I do. Because that's, you know, that that's just that's a lot for anyone to take on, let alone someone for the first at bat, you yeah. know. Um, I mean, that's got to be a lot for an at-bat. Just, like, yeah. for a first at-bat. Like, I wonder how... Because this is her first, like, big, big... But, like... Or she only did one film before this, before, like, some short films, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I wonder what the budget was on the one film she did. Yeah, um... The movie was, uh... Was According to My Mother? And I... Just, honestly, just look at the the poster for it. I don't think it had a, a, a very big budget. Um... Yeah, you cannot even find the budget on this. Uh, oh, wow. $20,000 is the estimate. Holy shit. So she's going from $20,000 budget to a $75 million budget. So a bit of a step up. So Holy shit. So, yeah. Um, let's just say 
she, she's got a work cut out for her here. She does. She does. And she's got to get over, honestly, the unfair. And, and look, we, we've talked about this off mic, and I'll say it here on mic. Um, DC, in the eyes of many, I hear the comics are great. I actually keep up on their comics like, like a surprising amount because they don't have a news program like Marvel. Um, but I, I, I'm not wrong. But oh, same thing. But I do keep up on like uh, on like DC storylines and stuff like that. When Doomsday Clock ends, I'll buy the whole run and read it through because I am curious. I am curious on what Doomsday so, Clock. So Jeff Johns has been the solo writer on that. Yeah. Like nobody else. Yeah. I think if you're going to live up to Watchmen, because yeah. this is like the official introduction of them into the DC universe, yeah, um, you got to make sure you got something. Yeah. So I'm curious to see. I, I would be really curious to know how many drafts he made up of this over the years. Oh, I'm sure. Because there's... they've alluded to this for what two years at least. I feel like we're closer to like three. You, but you know yeah. what I mean? Like when that when the little symbol got found in something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I can't remember exactly what it was. Oh, God. But regardless, it's he might have put that as his top priority over everything else to get done. Yeah. And that that's why they, for that alone, they should hire somebody else. I agree. Like if you want Jeff Johns to lead your comic run, go right ahead. If you want him to take over animated... Go right ahead. But I agree with you, man. Put Tim, put Bruce Tim uh, in there, man. And I'm going to say something that, you know, and, and that's one counter I always get from the, some from, from some DC fans is, oh, our comic our comic division is like some of the best it's, it's, it's ever been. I'm like, okay. So, to be fair, we paid out the nose. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but this is the counter I always say. What is the first thing? And I'll ask you, what is the first thing someone says when you say you should read this book? What's one of the first things people say? Why? After that. Yeah. <laughs> right. um, right. uh, I don't know. Uh, is there a movie of it? Oh, yeah, yeah. And the reason I bring that up is because DC might be doing great shit in comics. I'll tell you right now, people, and this is going to hurt. This hurts me as a comic reader to say, comic book... Uh, comic books are a very niche thing now. It's almost like connect- collecting, like saying, oh, I have this big CD collection, or oh, I collect vinyl. It's a very niche sort of thing. People are streaming more. People are. I have Marvel Unlimited on my tablet. Hey, I forget I fucking have a tablet most of the time. I'm like, I look over my. Oh, yeah, you're still here. It's like, <laughs> it's like I spent $200 on you. I should probably, I don't know, use you at some point. Yeah. And, I'm, and I have my Marvel Unlimited pass. And I, I'm paying 10 bucks for that, which is a fucking steal, by the way, for all the shit that Marvel has on their app. But my point being, I've had to educate people on Superman because some people have watched, you know, BVS and gone, oh, man, Superman's boring. And I have to go like, no, no, read this. Read Superman against Brainiac. Read some All-Star Superman. Read Death and Return. Let me go ahead and give you multiple arcs you can actually read and educate yourself on why Superman's a fucking badass, which he is, by the way. Um, also, though, to be fair, hardest character to write in comics for my money. Oh, so, I completely agree. As a big fan of his, man, yeah. it, you gotta... He's hard to write. He's really hard to write. You have to create a, a unique threat to him, and that's that's hard to do because he's so damn powerful, man. Yeah. So, so, so I know DC fans are like, kind of going like, yeah, you know, like our comics are great, but it's like, I, we're not seeing it in the movie form. And I know, again, your anime division's great. People are watching those less. So seriously, the live action shit, get Bruce Tim in there. He should be in every fucking meeting, whether it's 
about how to like stage a poster to like you know principal photography bruce tim should be in every fucking meeting possible it's one of the few times i would actually support cloning if you could <laughs> if you could clone bruce tim and have one bruce tim working the anime inspector <laughs> and you have like i don't know like uh <laughs> just just to make the cloning even more obvious call him tim bruce <laughs> like, like, tim bruce. <laughs> oh we have this new intern tim bruce oh he just shot to the top of the <laughs> Of DC, who 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 the who would have thunk it? But 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 seriously, get Bruce Tim in there and have him help out with this this shit. I I think for the trailer, I will say I like the way it's shot as far as the aesthetic of it. It, it for some reason with Suicide Squad, they're kind of doing this like neon effect, but it, everything was so dark and at night, like you couldn't appreciate the shit here. It looks like a lot of it does take place more in like clubs, like in the daytime, so I can actually like see shit, so which is it, nice. So it actually enhances everything around it. It's kind of like it, it's it's kind of like going to like the coolest club ever. Uh, it's almost like that club from Tron, almost like Tron Legacy, kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I'm like, okay, I love the way it's shot. Uh, the few bits of action I saw, Harley already looks more like a threat than she did at any point in Suicide Squad. Just in like the like the drop kicks and stuff she was doing. Yeah, I, I was, agree with that. I was like, okay, this 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 is working. My biggest complaint is that the the birds of prey really weren't showcased, and for this first trailer, I think we need to set the tone early. So I it comes across more as a. Harley Quinn movie than the Birds of Prey movie. So that is my biggest concern about this, I will say. Uh, kind of your thoughts, sir. Um, I completely agree. I mean, the... So, okay. Despite my misgivings with a lot of what I saw, because to me it just reeks of Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um, but in the daytime. <laughs> <laughs> but again, that's more of a visual aesthetic, and I... I'm going to give it the opportunity to at least be, like, if that's going to be your visual tone for, like, this section of the universe, okay. I can run with that. I, yeah. I really can. Um, it's... Some of the action looks good. Some of it's a little funny. I do think the... The dynamite being thrown at the very end by the passenger back, uh, it's... It works a little bit for me. But I think by the end of the trailer, I'm just like, that's, like, I know it's ending, so I'm like, uh, you know, like, this is, this is kind of weak, you know, but, yeah. like, but I don't know, part of it seems funny. Um, I don't know, man, like, it's, action seems good to a, to a point. I think some of it's a bit over-exaggerated, like, okay, I need to word this carefully. <laughs> okay. Doing certain actions in a film in, uh, like, being synchronized, yeah, it's real tropey, and it's got to work in the situation to the sense, like, when all those guys are surrounding Harley and they all, like, do the click, 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 at the same time they all raise their guns to her. Yeah. I get real tired of stuff like that. Like, it feels like that's a very overused thing. You, you see it a lot. Yeah. You and. Do. I hope it's done in the right context, but for me, it's like, oh, just more of the same old shit I've seen a million times over in a million other action films. Dude, we saw it in Rambo this past weekend. Yeah. They do the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and I, but I, I don't know, I have a lower standard when it comes to Rambo, I'll say that. Um, to be fair. Fair. I mean, fair. I don't, you know, actually, I, I want, I want to say this. 
Here's my insightful moment of the night. Yep, go ahead. So, let's look at a movie like Rambo for a moment. Yeah. Any pick one. Doesn't okay. matter which one. Even the first one, yeah. right? Uh, now take the first one out of it. <laughs> scratch that. Um, two through five, you don't go to those looking for Shakespeare. Yeah. Right? I say I taste you to take the first one out because it's actually based off of a book. Um, when I go to a comic book film, in a way, I do expect Shakespeare. Okay. This is why. It's based on a wealth of source material. It's all really, like, well-written and thoroughly written. Yeah. And the beauty of Shakespeare is that that's pretty much just that. In, in terms of the level of quality here, like, comics are just exaggerated forms of storytelling. Yeah. So... Why should I not expect anything less on a grand scale like this kind of thing? Because for what it was in its day, Shakespeare's grand scale stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, man, I've got a higher expectation on this stuff now, especially since, you know, um, Heath Ledger won the Oscar. Yeah. Um, that's a p- straight-up portrayal of a character. Yeah. And that ties into what's dropping this week, you know, like yeah. possible Academy Award winner here for the same character. Yeah. Which screams irony. Yeah. Which which we'll get to at some point. Oh, at some point. But I'm saying it screams irony. It does. Um, So many levels, actually. But I digress. Um, So, yeah, I do have, I think, a bit of a higher standard than something like Rambo, man. That's fair. I'll say for me... And, and I like to I love uh, like the the floor for the Marvel films for me is like a B minus. I think most of them are great. Um, I fully admit Inhumans is dog shit. If you've seen Agents of Shield, that third season is unwatchable is a strong term, but it's really hard to get through. I'll say it's like it's like Arrow season three where I'm like, oh shit, can we like wrap it up? <laughs> and, and, wrap it up. And and, and Inhumans is one of the worst like. It might be the worst superhero show I've seen since, like, The Cape. Like, I, I, I fucking hate humans. It's such a atrociously bad... Um, and I know some people are screaming, Iron Fist Season 1, it's worse than Iron Fist Season 1. And that's really saying something. It's, it's fucking atrocious. But with something like Harley Quinn, you know, obviously, you know, she was created for Batman the Animated Series. So, some of her story, her episodes, are they're very Harley-centric... Uh, there's the, there's the, uh, I, I, I don't think it's called Gotham City Sirens, but the, the episode where her and Harley kind of go off on their own, ed, uh, or her and uh, Ivy go off on their own little adventure. I think it's like season two, I want to say. So oh, her, oh, yeah, um. You know the episode I'm talking about. I do. So, oh. yeah, it's a great episode, though. And a lot of the Harley stuff in the anime series, to this day, and you will not change my mind on this, it's the best interpretation of the character. Still. Yeah. And, and again, I know some people are like, "What about no, no, nothing, nothing is nothing is as good as the the uh, as how she's portrayed in the animated series." I, I think it's well, it's the freshest man because yeah. like and, you know, and Paul Dini deserves a lot of credit. Yes, he too. does. And so because uh, Bruce Tim, you know, co-created it was the two of them that created Harley. Yeah, um, it's it's very much a Stanley like Kirby. Sort of kind of kind of thing, because because yeah, Dini like you're you're right, and actually I was gonna bring him up, but thank you. Um, he is kind of the unsung hero because I think people just think Tim off the top of their head. Yep. But you do need to dig a little bit and go like, no, look at all the stuff he's done because he helped on uh, Unlimited a yes, lot too. And if you're one of those people who didn't like Justice League, 
please watch Justice League Unlimited. I cannot stress enough how much that show will just... To this day, it's some of the best stories DC's ever told. Anytime they did a multiple-parter was just brilliant. I, I want to say, I think it's Unlimited, where um, or the uh, that parasite takes over Superman's mind, and he's dreaming that he's still on Krypton, and he's got like the, the wife and the kid. Mm, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then he's realizing it's not real, and he has to say goodbye to his son. I just watched that scene like a, like a month ago, and I started crying all over again. <laughs> like, dude, it's heartbreaking. And he's just like talking about how, like how like it was his honor being his his dad, and you're like, oh my god! Like I was sitting there watching, I'm like, oh, TV show, like this TV Y seven, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's giving me this much emotion. Like it's it's such a well done scene. So please watch Just League Unlimited. But I'm sorry, <laughs> but um, you. Harley Quinn, though, uh, it, it's crazy how they portray, uh, how they really portray, portray Stockholm Syndrome in a TV show. Ah. <laughs> like, like in a kid's show, my dad. Because, I mean, I didn't know the term when I was, you know, seven. Right. But, you know, once I got into college, I remember going back and watching an animated series and going, oh, shit, this is fucking Stockholm. Like, this is like, I looked up in the dictionary. Oh, my God, it's Harley right there. <laughs> like, it, <laughs> like, it's. It's it's a damn near textbook example of it. it to a almost disturbing, actually not even close to, to a very disturbing point when you really dig just a little bit as far as how evil the Joker is. Uh, it might be the most evil thing he's done, and that's really saying something from him. Um, yeah. Uh, this character, I'm really happy that they're showing that she at least broke away from the Joker because that means hopefully we get a minute of screen time with him, maybe. Um, At most, I would hope if he's the after credit stinger. Yeah, I might care less if the rest of the movie's good. Okay, you know okay. what I mean. You know how like a lot of times, like the third act or the very wrap up can like really throw off the rest of the movie. Yes. Um, I think like once credits roll, and if that's a post credit thing there. Um, I don't think it affects the movie too terribly much because you, you've told your story. This is just kind of to like boost it and then push it in the next direction kind of thing. Yeah, it's kind of like eating your peas at the very end. You're like, all right, like I got a whole bunch of good out of the way. Right, so. right. <laughs> so I think if it's something like that, okay. But I just, I was really hoping that with this turn of Joker, it's got to be his... Joaquin's got to be better than Leto. He has to like, be. Like, there's no way he won't be. Right. So why even reference Leto? I agree. A thousand percent. Because, the, the again, man, like, the knife-throwing spot, like, you saw it on there, man. Yeah. That's Leto's Joker, yep. like, the drawing of. Yep. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I just... Because he was so... I, uh, it's hard to move forward when you're looking back. Yeah. You know, and, and I... Outside of just how critically, really critically panned Suicide Squad was, most fans panned his portrayal of Joker and just said it wasn't good. So, I mean, if that's the case, which it is, uh, like, move on. I Now, I know they said that apparently, like, Joaquin Jokers is not DC canon, like, this is a one-off. I'm going to tell you right now, man, um, Crisis is coming up in December. If there is any time to use that workaround and kind of be like... <laughs> it would be it would be crisis have have the flashback of the timeline he loves doing that right, right? Barry. Like, yeah like he loves fucking with timelines which like, i gotta say man i am so glad you brought up crisis oh, go ahead 
Oh my god. More pictures of Brandon Routh as Kingdom Come Superman. Like I said on Twitter, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. <laughs> nice, nice. Dude, he looks so good. He does. And, and, the thing, and again, back to my DC apologetic, uh, apologist rant here, kind of. If DC fucks up Crisis, I I don't know if they recover. In in the in the live action spectrum, I do not know if they recover. And, and the reason I say that is because this is their chance to basically <laughs> to basically put a game genie in for ki- kids. Google what a game genie is if you don't know. What it is. But go watch the wizard. Yeah, exactly. Awful oh, oh, the wizard. I'm happy you made me watch that. That was a great movie. Such a fun. Man. Okay, we'll have to review that somewhere. Anyways, but this is their chance to hit the giant reset button and make everything they want work, work, and set up their future for the next decade. Yeah. They can do everything in one shot, which is insane when you think about it, but the way they've worked their shows, and look, I, I you know, I like the first couple seasons of The Flash, I like Black Lightning, I hung in there with Supergirl longer than even uh, uh, your podcast partner and her family did. They were even like, you're still watching Supergirl? <laughs> It's like yeah, like I'm hanging in there with it, yeah, and, man. and even I finally went. All right, I I, I can't, <coughs> and not in in Her no new suit looks great though. Melissa, yeah, Melissa. Ben- so Melissa Benoit, who plays Supergirl, uh, she's great on the show. It's just some of the material they've given her has been, but her new suit looks incredible. Yeah. And you know, what, just can I say how entitled some fucking like nerd men assholes are. I saw so many tweets on Twitter. Why is she wearing the skirt anymore? She's not showing off her legs. What the fucking fuck? And it's like, first off, you've never read Supergirl. Secondly, guys, it's a way more practical costume. Like, it is. come on now. Like, those are the same people who are like, hey, Electra's in Daredevil scene too. Why is she wearing her leotard? This is bullshit. Hashtag not my Daredevil. Like, it's like, like. But it's like, god damn, guys. Like, can you not be happy that we, Like, dude, if you would have told me... If you would, if you could go back in time, like, crisis style, and tell 15-year-old Hunter, hey, in 2019, you will have gotten a Captain Marvel, a Shazam, a Black Panther, a Civil War movie, a Suicide Squad movie, you'd have a Supergirl TV show, a Flash TV show, a Black Lightning TV show, a, through three seasons of a Daredevil TV show, a Defender show, a Jessica Jones season, one through three, a Runaways fucking TV show, Punisher. Punisher, a Cloak and Dagger TV show, for fuck's sake, and that you'd have a Krypton TV show that is separate from Smallville, I'd look at you and go like, hey, stranger, get away from me, you weirdo. <laughs> but after I said that... <laughs> but after I said that, I'd go... You're full of shit. I bet, like I or crap because fifth year old me didn't cuss, but I because well shit. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right, right. Oh, he'd be so weird up by me now. But 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 yeah, but I'd go get out of here. That, that's not true. None of that happens. Like, but that's where we are now, and we should all be happy that we're even fucking here at this point. One, two. I'm happy for DC TV, man. They can go ahead and write um, some of the wrongs that they've done because. I'll say it right now, Arrow is one of those shows that I just go, I'll always give it credit for being really the first big time profitable comic book show, uh, live action, 
in this current era, in the, as it were, in like the last decade. Like, it showed people that you can take these characters seriously and make it work and have it, you know. Because we both know that the adventures of Superboy are... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pure gold! Yeah, absolutely, yeah. You're, you're damn right. But, but so I will always give CW and ML credit. Now, with that said, the latter seasons have left a lot to be desired, I think Amel was just over it. He's like, I'm so sick of shooting arrows. Like, I don't even play with Nerf guns anymore. I fucking hate doing this shit. But, but it, it's it's time for new blood. It's time for fresh shit. DC has a chance to really set their universe the way they want with this crossover. And uh, the one of the girls from uh, Birds of Prey is actually showing up. Is it? Uh, I, I'm, I'm blanking on the characters. Name, I did not. I forgot to be completely yeah, honest. But but one of the characters from the, the movies is showing up and. OJ and I, we talked about this off mic. You get Zachary Levi or the uh, the the kid Billy Baxton. Yep. You get him to be in this. There's no or reason. even the or even the kid uh, who's the brother. Yeah. Oh, get, he loses mind with all the different oh superheroes. My, actually, you know what? I actually might even recommend going that route. Yeah. Even if you have them like go on the bus and they end up in like Star City or something yeah. like that. That's such an easy way to write that in. They land. They you know they they show up at Star Labs or something like that for like a field trip or some shit like that or. Yeah. Like, that's such an easy way to write them in. You go, and they're like, oh my god, you know, like, that's such a cool way to do that. And actually, that's exactly what I would do. Um, and plus, Shazam suit. Like, you can, you, you can spend some money on the fucking, like, flash effect, and then pops up Levi's there in the suit. You can, you can spend some money on that. Come on, CW. Like, right. yeah. Like, but this is their chance to really right a lot of the wrongs and get the get the ship <laughs> steered in the direction they want to go. I'll tell you right now, like I said, if they don't do it now, I don't think it happens. Um, which I will, uh, and I actually was kind of having you on here to acquiesce to you a little bit. While I think Joker is insanely important for DC, and I think it is. Now, with that said, I think they are shooting themselves in the fucking foot with this marketing, but that is a whole other. Oh, man. That's a whole other thing I will say for a review this weekend, because I will go off about that. Um, this is the most important thing since they've launched, like, post-Nolan, I would say, um, his uh, Dark Knight trilogy. This is the most important thing DC has done. DC needs us to be good. Not not even okay. It needs to be good. That is its floor. It needs to be good. It cannot be okay. It cannot be, oh, it's good for DC. It needs to be good. Universally, pun intended, <laughs> good. Because people need to get excited about what DC has coming up. Because, I'll tell you right now, if Crisis fails, I think Joker will make... Like, Joker didn't cost a lot to make, so it kind of has a like a safer ceiling, as it were. But if Birds of Prey doesn't do well, Wonder Woman 84 doesn't do well, and they fuck up Crisis, I don't know where they go from there. So they really need this, in my opinion, to really kind of start off 2020... Like, cause that's the end of the of end of this year. Crisis. Yeah, cause that's December. Start, starts then, I think. Yeah, I think it bleeds into next year. Okay, but I mean that means Birds of Prey will come up what a month later. Yeah. So they really like they cannot have bad press going to Birds of Prey. They really need this to be good. And I see a universe again, pun intended, where it is like where it's a good crossover. I mean. OJ talked about it here the the uh, the pictures of Brandon Ralph as Kingdom Come Superman look fucking incredible. It it's like Alex Ross, yep. like straight out, like someone pulled the page and went, 
mm, this is what we're doing. Yep. It's eerie, to be completely honest. But in the best way. Like, like very eerie, but like, oh my god, that's so cool. That's what I always wanted. And uh, I'm blanking on the guy's name, but Tyler... Oh, Hecklin, I think. Thank you, yeah. I think that's it. Who's playing, um, like, I guess Superman proper, or like Prime Superman, whatever you want to call him. Superman like, for the Supergirl show, at Yeah, least. yeah. Um, uh, he looks great in the costume, and he yeah. was he was in the he was in the uh, past seasons yep. or past season, and yeah, he he wears the suit well. He's a great Clark. I really like his uh, his uh, interpretation of Clark. Fair. So I'm really excited to see how they interact. And they got uh, Erica uh, Durant's back. Uh, yeah, who I, uh, I I I know you're not a fan of hers, Lois Lane. Um, I, I I think she actually I, I think her and. Um, Tom Welland, I want to say. Tom Welland. Uh, yeah. Welling. Yeah. Welling, yeah. Welling, yeah. Uh, they have great... I thought they had great chemistry. Now, I will say, I think he, he did carry a, a decent amount of that, but but that that's the, to the, the to your interpretation. But um, but we are going to... He's coming back, too. He is. And, <laughs> and dude, to bring back uh, 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 Burt Ward. No shit. Yeah, he's he's going to be in it. Very so. Burt yeah, I read he's gonna be. I don't know if he's playing Robin, but apparently he. I think Maybe he is. Actually. He's in another universe, Robin. Yeah. Man, if they tie it back that far. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> I just want to say. Oh, good. The reason why I say this is so damn important, and I've talked, and it's for that very reason, right there. They're looking to at least tie back as far as Wonder Woman, the TV show, which was what seventies. Yeah. Okay. That's like, insane because it's almost fifty years. <clears throat> yeah, and and the whole reason for uh, the reason why uh, part of the reason why Routh is back is that he is basically the Christopher Reeve Superman. Yeah, I mean, Returns is considered a you know the the sequel to Superman two. Rest in peace to Christopher Reeve and Adam West, by the way. Which Absolutely. I I which I will be honest, dude. Like I said, I I know I. I'm more of a Marvel fan, but dude, I grew up with DC. I I own Batman and Amy series. Yeah. Um, Batman Beyond's coming in a couple weeks. Yay! Um, oh, I love that show. But um, some of my early memories, man. Uh, first superhero movie I ever saw was Christopher Reeve's Superman. Yeah. And uh, uh, first Batman, uh, well, second Batman live action I saw was Adam West's Batman. <laughs> and I own Batman the most in picture, the uh, the 60s or yep, 70s version. Uh, on Blu-ray. Ten bucks, go on Amazon, buy it. It's great. And uh, Bat Shark Repellent. Hell yeah. But Oh, yeah. But it, it it is sad that this didn't happen like a couple years earlier, so Adam West could have been it. Like that just kind of hurts my heart a little bit, you know. And yeah. I, and I know Reeves has been gone uh, for a minute. Again, rest in peace, sir. But um, I'm happy. Like I will freak out seeing Burt Ward if they do have um, uh, Linda Carter as Wonder Woman, like. In it, I hear like, she's supposed to be Wonder Woman. Uh, Kingdom. She Crown. still looks great too. She like uh, she's played, she played the uh, the president in a couple spots in a Supergirl, and I was like, damn, like like just seeing her in like the suit, I was like, oh my god, I was like you like, and and you brought up her cameo Super Troopers is yep. great as the governor. Yeah, like I so DC has a chance to tie in so much shit here, and again. I'm excited for DC fans. I, I genuinely mean that. Uh, despite I can already hear someone tweeting, "You don't care about us. I, you don't like CW." <laughs> I, have, I have a question. Go, go. Like, say, so, okay, so we get Ralph as Superman. We yeah. get Linda Carter as Wonder Woman. Yeah. Wonder Woman. Um, Burt Ward as Robin. Yeah. If you're gonna put a Batman in, yeah. Oh, dude, I 
Do you like... I go Keaton, man. Do you hand him a blank check and say, yeah. hey, man? Yeah, I go Keaton. Now, if if you do Keaton, yeah, I will contend he needs to be Keaton. If, if, if they're bringing in multiple versions of... Or if they're bringing in uh, like more than one character of Kingdom Come... We know uh, Conroy's in it. You know that, right? Yes. Yeah. I yeah. do know that Conroy is in it. Um... Is he actually playing Bruce Wayne? He is playing Bruce Wayne. Oh, no okay. shit. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that part yeah. specifically. Yeah, apparently he's playing Bruce Wayne. All right, well then, okay, never mind. You have Kevin Conroy. There you go. Which, I will say, man, I I, like, I, I, I know he does not, like, he's not, tra- quote, traditionally handsome. <laughs> he's he, not, he, sir. Yeah, he, he's kind of like if Wild Love was a voice actor. <laughs> like, like, I, I'm not wrong. You're and, not. And, and you know what? Considering he did yoga hoses, I'm still slightly bitter about that. <laughs> Because, come on, Kevin, you're better than that. But, not Smith, Conroy. But, <laughs> but, but, but if Conroy is playing Bruce Wayne, which uh, I, I read that he is, um, for me, there's no actor that has better personified that character than Kevin Conroy. All due respect to Keaton, all due respect to Adam West, all due respect to uh, George Clooney. Uh, yeah. <laughs> dude, what if they love George Clooney? Okay. Okay, if they did that, I would give a solid nine. Because <laughs> I just feel like that is the best troll job, maybe in the history of anything. I would consider it too. He'd have to be just like Bruce Wayne by himself. Oh, yeah. Like, no, don't worry, George. You don't have to put the suit back on. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, no, no, none of that. You but... could just sign a check and be like, hi. I'm Bruce Wayne. Walk off set. And there you go. <laughs> oh my god. If they brought in George Clooney, that would be the funniest fucking... I, I, oh my god. It'd be a great troll. So I wonder if Val Kilmer would do it. I, dude, I... All due respect, I, I don't know if I want Val Kilmer to do it. He's thinking... I, like, yeah. I, I know, like, his health issues aside, like, that's why I'm trying to be a dick about it, but... No, I get that, man. I'm... So I'm gonna see him in, uh, Jane Silent Bob reboot here... Well, we're going to see it. Oh, that's right. You're going to that, too. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. that's next. Is that that's, this Tuesday? No, it's next Tuesday. Oh, so, okay, so you think. Okay, okay. So. Something like that. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it's after Joker. I know okay. that. Um, yeah, man. I <laughs> He was a better Batman he's given credit for. Like, I, I think. I actually oh, like Val Batman. Oh, Val Kilmer? Yeah, yeah, I actually I like Batman Forever. Like, I don't love it, but I like it. It's, it's a nice homage to the 60s TV show. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, it is. Like it's it's that kind of hokey. Yeah. If you view it as an extension of that, it kind of sets better. Be- because it, it does raise the question, like, oh, you're adopting this twenty three year old to live in your mansion? Like, like, why are you adopting him? Isn't he his own person? Shut up! Like, Should you told him to hit the bricks? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> nice. But but also you know Alfred just being and I love that that actor who plays Alfred for the oh, uh, uh, I'm blanking but you know what I'm talking about Goff is his last yeah Geo Michael Goff I think yeah but he's he's great but mm-hmm. they have all, they, but yeah they have this opportunity to tie all this shit together so and I so I'm just begging I, I'm genuinely begging begging CW and DC whoever's in charge of it today uh, what if Ryan Reynolds showed up as Hal Jordan oh god that would be okay that would be a great I, I would stand up and applaud and be like alright do you think DC we're, even, we're just throwing it out do there do you think DC's even willing to admit that sin you know what I mean like they, I know dude like, oh, but hey if what if it was Mark Strong brought back as fucking Sinestro so I'll tell you right now I so I know he's uh, playing uh, oh god uh 
the villain Shazam's name I'm completely blanking on. Professor... Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm blanking on the name, yeah. too. But, um... Chaos, no. <laughs> no, it's not... Yeah, it's not that. Um, but he, um... Oh, my God, I'm gonna have to look this up because it's gonna bother me. Um... Mark Strong. That's Savannah. Savannah. There you go. But, uh, but please, for my sanity and my Twitter feed and the people who would text me and go, what did you give Joker? What did you get? Like, please make this good so I just don't have to hear DC fans bitch at me until whatever the next show is that comes out. I guess it'd be Batwatch. Your Batwoman will premiere by then. Um, yeah, but please, please make this good so I just don't have to sit and have people yell at me and have to defend my goddamn point. Because uh, James Gunn got interviewed, or he tweeted today, and he's talking about how, like, um, Marvel and DC are, uh, what was the term he used? They are um, not receptive. They're supportive of each other's movies. Which, by the way, I call bullshit on. Just so out there. But with that said, though, you can like both. It's okay. It's like liking peanut butter and jelly. You can like you can like both. I promise you. I've liked a lot. Of, I've liked some of these shit, but I'm guys. I'm really getting sick of defending it. I, I I'll be honest. Like I'm really getting sick of the. You're just a Marvel nerd. It's like no guys. I I like good comic book shit. I'm sorry if you if look. I had to sit through one two three. Yeah, three really shitty Spider-Man movies. And have people go like, "Oh, that was great." I'm going. You don't get Spider Man. <laughs> like I, like I'm right there with you. I've suffered through it. I think this new Batman film. Now, the key's gonna be who they cast as Two Face. Because apparently, I have Two Face and Riddler and Catwoman in it and Penguin. Which I'll tell you right now, I think that's way too many people. For oh, them. I agree. Like so that that already has me kind of going. Now, it is Matt Reeves. He's directed one of my favorite trilogies of all time. So I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Give him some rope. Yeah, because it is Matt Reeves, and he is, he's a smarter man than I. But I'll say, too many rogues. <laughs> like, if there's just an Arkham, like, chilling, then I'm like, oh, okay. And maybe, like, Two-Face is like, the main person. that's how they're introduced. Yeah, I mean, is it more like Batman Assault on Arkham? Like, I'd be like, okay. I know it's based off Long Halloween, but it's that concept that's go, all right, that's fine. But, uh, yeah. So, so please, CW, don't... Eh, and I and I really do mean this. Um, I'll just say some closing before I throw it back to you, DC fans. You guys deserve better, and I, and I really do mean that. Not just because I think some of the CW shit is just like, it it's it's the grassy except they throw they shoot arrows or whatever. Like some of it is really uh, soap opery to put it mildly. Doesn't mean it doesn't work at, on occasion, but you guys you deserve better shit. So demand better. Don't go ahead and tweet at me and yell at me about how I'm being biased against your shit. Yell at Jeff Johns. Yell at Bruce Tim. Yell at someone to be in charge of this shit. Because it seems like it changes every week. Like, please, get someone in charge who's in... Oh, look, you can hire OJ. OJ loves DC. Yeah. He, he like, he, like, now, granted, I pitched the idea, so I want half of the million dollars a year you're going to get. But, right, man. But... But I'm telling you right now, though, like, out of everyone in D.C. who's working there, I do not think there's anyone more qualified than Bruce Tim. I think it should be him steering the ship moving forward. Um, yeah, I'd agree, that th- so, I'd agree with that. And, you know, and I know some people say Jeff Johns, uh, uh, he's stretched thin, apparently. It sounds like he's really stretched thin. 
I mean, it would be, it would make sense. I don't know what he can deal with the workload. I mean, the guy, I mean, like you said, man, when he, when he puts his thinking cap on, he does a good job. Yeah. Um, I hear, I hear, um, Doomsday Clock is amazing. And I hope it is. I'm, I'm also waiting to read it all at once. Yeah. Um, the fact that it does take a long time to get issues out does concern me every time. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Like, you know, kind of waiting for the penny to drop. Like, oh, there's the train wreck. But apparently not. So good. Good. You know, like, I, that's. I love Watchmen. Like, that's even rated on uh, Time Magazine's top 100 novels to read. So, it, it, so I, okay. I'll say this in closing, and I'll throw it back to you if you have anything else. Oh. One of the biggest arguments I've ever gotten into is I remember in eighth grade, Miss Stone at Judkins Middle School in Pismo Beach, California. There you go, boys and girls. Um, we had a book to read that we could do a book report on. I went to pick Watchmen. She would not let me do it. She said, we don't discuss comic books here. I cannot stress enough how much uh, of an insult that is because yeah. Watchmen is... I'll say right now, I would read Watchmen a thousand times over before I ever picked up Gone with the Wind again. First off, not nearly as racist. Number one. <laughs> Number, one. Number two, it really does ask some really thought-provoking questions about, like our morality, you know, our, uh, our integrity, fuck, you, you know, even, like, where, you know, where do we end up when all of, as I'm pointing around the room, all of this is over, you know, um, while I am not crazy about the movie, and I'm kind of putting it mildly there, the Dr. Manhattan kind of origin scene, I remember I saw that, I went, whoa, like, I, like, like, Joey Lawrence, whoa, like, I was really, like, like, flabbergasted, but in the best way, like, wow, okay, man, um, so, I, I, I think I've heard about Doomsday Clock is great, so I'm like, cool, I, when that is done, I will pick that up, and I will read it cover to cover, uh, uh, we also get the TV show, yeah, oh, well, I'll be talking about that. I would love to talk to you about that, actually. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be fun, man. Yeah. It's, what, two, three weeks away? Three weeks? Yeah. Yeah. yeah right, right, your gemstones is almost over, so I got to have... week after. Yeah. Oh, fuck, it is a week yeah. after. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Dude. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, dude. gemstones. Dude, oh, so good. That's the show we'll talk about, but, uh, yeah, dude, Watchmen, I'm down. I'm Dude, Jeremy Irons is in it. Yep. Like, I'm like, yeah. I'm really curious, man, because, like, uh... I find it fascinating that Rorschach has, like, a cult about him. Yeah. Well, remember, that was my Superman pitch for yeah. Man of Steel 2. Yeah. And I, by the way, I still do that. Um, but, but I mean, like, I, I'm a little... I'm just, So I'm surprised it's Rorschach that's got... I agree. More so than Dr. Manhattan. I agree. But maybe it has more to do with the type of cultist. Maybe he's got... Maybe there's two separate ones. Who fucking knows how that went? But it's yeah. clear to me that the journal is what got out and yes. has given life to this. So with what little I know, other than uh, Jeremy Irons is uh, Osmond... I can't even pronounce the name. Yeah. Osmondias. I, I, I can never pronounce the name. Fuck. Anyway, yeah. you know, all know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Um... And the fact that Dr. Manhattan's in the show. That was my biggest surprise. I'll be honest. I was like, oh, okay. Like, I thought he'd be referenced. I did not think he'd be in it. And I'm really curious how they're, what they're going to do with that. I am too. Um, I imagine... So, the idea with Dr. Manhattan about, like, him basically being God in another, like, you know, creating his own universe, so to speak. I wonder if they're going to ask an existential question about God. Yeah. In the show. And I think that could be the direction they go in. What happens when God gets bored? 
which Preacher apparently just asked. I need to catch up on Preacher. I'm so far behind on it. Like, I've not watched that one, to be completely honest. I watched the first season. Good. I really enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, but yeah, I think it could. I think it could ask a question like that. What does a god do when he gets bored? Yeah. Like clearly, Doctor Manhattan comes back to Earth because he yep. was on Mars last time yes. I checked. So that will be real fascinating to see. Yeah. Because like, and he's one of the more fascinating characters that DC's ever had. Even though that's more you know Alan Moore and everything like that, but still technically a DC property. But Doctor Manhattan. So in. What I do know of Doomsday Clock, we're, we've got the showdown between Superman and Dr. Manhattan. Really? Right. Like, that's this final issue that's coming out. Oh, shit. So, we talked earlier about how hard Superman is to write for. Yes. Same, you could kind of argue about Dr. Manhattan. You, yep. could, you could ask more existential questions about Dr. Manhattan due to his more, like, self-realization state. We saw its infancy, and now it's grown quite a bit compared to where he was. Like, when you see the origin story, you know, for the first time. But um, how logical is it that you do put up Superman against Dr. Manhattan? But who goes down, man? Like, what is that going to come down to? Yeah, I... So my thought is, I honestly think they might have to actually outsmart each other. Yeah, I can see that. Like, who's the more clever of the two? You know what's funny? This is such a nerd argument. It's like, I know. Like, it's like, who's richer, Bruce Wayne or Moon Knight? Like, you know, it's like, it's that, it's yeah. that shit. Like, so here's, I, here's why I pose the question. Okay, please. Here's why I pose the question. Superman kind of, like, uh, uh, aside from when they ever upgrade his powers and that kind of thing, like when he got that, like, uh, solar, not solar flare, but something to the equivalent of that. I yeah. can't remember what it was called. Super OP. It was in New 52, but it got, like, ah, whatever. Yeah. I'm not... No, you're fine. Here. Yeah, good. Um, Superman's been well enough, has known his powers well enough to where I think he knows not necessarily what limitations he has, but, like, how far he can push himself. That's fair. And maybe Dr. Manhattan doesn't quite know that yet. And I will say, too, something that is not brought up enough, and this is something that actually kind of drives me nuts, Superman's a fucking scientist. Yeah. People really forget that aspect of Superman. Like, he's in, like, the Fortress of Solitude, like, creating shit. Yep. To, to make himself better and potentially make humanity better. Yeah. And that's not talked about nearly enough. Right. To the point where I'm like, you know he, like, he's not just, like, a dumb reporter. That's, like, his guys, right? Right. People are like, oh, what? He actually does it? Yes, he does. Fu- yes, Sorry, he does. I'm going to go off on a whole subject. No, 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 no you're but, man, because you're right. Because you're right. But, 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 I mean, that's an interesting question. Because Dr. Manhattan, though, I can see his ignorance really being his downfall. Because Superman is, Superman is good at keeping that shit in check. Now, granted, he, he hangs out with Batman a lot. So I'm sure he's like, ugh, what a dick. <laughs> you, know what I, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I can't be that. You know, <laughs> gotta be likable. But, um, I mean, it's an interesting question, though. Because Dr. Manhattan, though... Like you re, I should, I should re read Watchmen. Why the you fuck? Should. Why don't I own Watchmen? I should own that. But but, but also too, man. Like like the, 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 I think if it comes down blow to blow, yeah. You know, like their both of their powers, like Superman's can grows can grow exponentially based on his exposure to the yellow sun, right? Yes. Doctor Manhattan, we kind of don't know how it grows. If there's a cap, there's not too much that's been established. Yeah, which, which I'll be honest. Kind of worries me. Right. It could be a really lame out where it's just like, yeah. Superman's just better, or yeah. Dr. Manhattan's just better. Like, you know, like just one of those two things. Like, bam, yeah. here it is. Not much logic behind it, but I'm the writer, so I'm making the executive decision that I have this person beat this person. 
Yeah, I I, I want to have Superman win, and the only reason I say it is because I feel like because Superman's Superman, the writers kind of just go like, "Well, he's Superman; he can take a loss here." It's like, no, he kind of needs to win sometimes too. So, I mean, have him take down Doctor Manhattan. Now, I have not read uh, Ben uh, run on Superman. Here it started off good. I heard it's kind of uh, tanked a little, which. It's, it's, I've heard I've heard similar. I've heard that Bendis is kind of really taking a couple liberties, and uh, I'll, che- I'll check it out at some point, man. Yeah, I no, will. I'm, um, I'm right there with because because look, Ben's created Miles Morales, and he's created some of the best Spider-Man stories in the last 15 years. So I will I will check out what he writes. But again, Superman, I keep going back to it. It's so fucking hard to write. So which is why I think. Doomsday Clock has a real advantage here because you've got two guys that kind of need each other. Yeah, that's interesting. To make each other, I'm not saying more relevant, but make make each other more dynamic in the comic universe. That's 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 fair. So that's why I think it's super. That particular portion is super important. Fair enough. No pun intended. But, um, but yeah, man, Manhattan's back in Watchmen TV, man. I, that's gonna be a trip too. Yeah, I'll watch it, man. But. Um, I, I look, look. Like I said, Birds of Prey. Like, I hope it's good. I, I, I genuinely hope it's good. I am worried because again, <laughs> what what DC is put out, but because it's it's a and I'm gonna phrase this carefully. It's an all female movie with characters we have not been introduced to. That's a hard. That's a hard thing to spin. Not just not even the female aspect, but just produce. Throwing out a team dynamic from Jump like that with a already established character who could overshadow everyone else. It's a very tight line. It's a very tight line to walk, and it does concern me a little bit if I'm being completely frank. But at the same time, um, and OJ will tell you this too because whenever we talk about like Transformers or things that should be, you know, uh, rebooted or what have you, I I always constantly bring up the fact. That they need to get fresh eyes on this shit, and this this uh, the the director they have, you know, uh, Kathy uh, Kathy Yan, or Yan, she's she's fresh eyes on this. So honestly, that could actually almost be an advantage to the yeah. fact that she will be going into this not like oh this is another paycheck, like oh this is my shot. So. Hopefully this works. Um, this comes out in fe- uh, February seventh. I'm gonna say that sounds right. So I mean, well, I mean. We'll find out sooner than later, you know. I, it's going to be interesting how the marketing goes on this. That is one thing I will say because you know, hot topic. They'll have all the hard shit <laughs> like come January. Oh boy, yeah, come January, hot topic's going to be. It's going to be. Well, cr- think about how much Harley shit's going to be around next Halloween. Oh, dude. I mean, I mean, you're talking my lingo. I might just go to a con and be like, <laughs> "All right, Harley's lined up." <laughs> but. I mean, I'm ex- like I said, I'm very curious about this. I do need to see another trailer because I want to see the the rest of the Birds of Prey actually showcase. And I hope I hope for Christmas we get that. I I think around Christmas is actually fair. I, I yeah yeah Christmas yeah. You know what they should honestly do, and, and I really do mean this. Take a page from Deadpool and really kind of lean to the marketing like that. Have Harley like. Hanging out with, you know, like Huntress or whatever, like doing these little vignettes, Christmas drop a new trailer, then maybe late January put out like another like a like a minute long 
trailers just to kind of get you, everyone hyped for it. Actually, they could really fall the Deadpool model, actually, now that I say it out loud. Because Harley, Harley does break the fourth wall a little bit in, in, in the comics. Um, which, by the way, is not exclusive to Harley. I, I so so someone I was reading on the on like a board there like today. Someone was like, "You kind of bring the four walls like Deadpool." It's like you know, people have been doing that forever, right? Like that's not exclusive to Deadpool. Like let let's calm the fuck down. Like she can't use a mallet, itchy and scratchy. Use <laughs> like it's like guys, calm calm the fuck down. But yeah, exactly. But. But they really should follow the marketing. I really think on that. I think that actually be a really good idea. If I'm being completely honest. But um, yeah, February, man. I'm I'm curious. I am curious. I will say. And Crisis is end of the year. I'll buy the episodes of Crisis. I'll watch it. I'll watch it all back to back. Uh, I I'm not gonna watch all the Flash and Black. There, there's there's a lot of TV. I'm there busy. Is, <laughs> like I, like I love. You know you know what I would buy though. Hmm. I would buy a collection of. All the itchy and scratchy clips from all the Simpsons. Oh yeah, I'd buy that. Buy that on its own, dude. I'd watch itchy and scratchy all fucking day long. Yeah, that's completely fair. It's probably like a week's worth straight with as much Simpsons there is. Dude, what have we got? Like twenty five seasons, something like that. Thirty, isn't it? Is it thirty? Oh yeah, my! It is thirty, actually. Oh my god, that's so much. TV. Dude, Married with Children was like eleven seasons. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Cheers was. 13? No, it was also 11. Frasier, I think, was 10? Something maybe? like that. Yeah, that... Oh, my God, that's so much TV. Good grief. But, uh, yeah, man, Birds of Prey, we'll, we'll see. I got I gotta see more. I gotta see more. More and, with the actual birds. Yeah. And the last thing I will say about it, uh, Harley is way less sexualized in this. That's really nice to see, because, because, look, I'm a dude... And even I was sitting there and... Dude it's, playing a dude. Yeah. <laughs> playing dude, playing a dude. This guy's another dude. <laughs> wow, actually the voice was like... Yeah, that was pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah, the voice was more good. At <laughs> but, but, but watching the uh, watching the trailer, it was really cool. Because I'm like, okay. Like, I... I, I like, they yeah. They into the crazy. Yeah. Like, I'm a... I'm, look, look, I'm a straight dude. I like girls. Like, especially white women. And I, And watching Suicide Squad, there's even that point when, okay, you don't have to focus on her ass in every shot. Can we, you know... Yep. You know she has eyes, right? <laughs> like, can we focus... Truth. Let's, let's move a little up here, but... Um, so I was actually really happy to see that they, they've toned that down way, way more... Um, clearly having a female director helped. <laughs> go, go figure! Guys want to shoot girls like that? Oh, I thought everyone... I didn't know everyone was Michael Bay. But, anyway, yeah. but... But, uh... OJ, anything else you want to say about the trailer, man, before you get out of here? Um... Yeah, uh, really just more... Uh, you know, more Black Mask. Yeah. Um, the, the early reaction I read was that, like... This was back from July, I think. Okay. So the test screening was was universally uh, liked by the audience. Okay. But the Warner board or the Warner Brothers, you know, like... Yeah, the higher-ups. The brass. Yeah. Not so much. Okay. So we'll see. We will see. Out of the reactions, there's been a lot of people who are like, Ewan is great. Okay. Flat out great. One was like, he's great, just look at him. And I was like, okay, whatever, but... Yeah, like... Um, you're not 13. They're like, go ahead and read your bar a little bit. Right. Um, but I, I really want more of him because if you haven't... Okay. You've got to have a really damn good villain to make someone as villainous as 
honestly, Harley is to be an anti-hero. Yeah. You gotta have a real scumbag. I agree. Well, so, they showed they showed those women like t- like hanging upside down. I'm like, oh, this won't end well. So I mean, right. if they lean into that scene, I think that's the perfect catalyst to go. Right. So I, I just want to see a little bit more. You know, a little that's bit fair. more featured of Black Mask and um, I. One concern I have, I forgot about this. The hyena. Yeah. Uh, so I, isn't Bo and like Lou? I don't think. Yeah, yeah. I'm blanking on the name. That sounds right, though. Sounds right. Yeah. I, I forgetting at this hour, but um, I see why they're tr- they're trying to get them in there. Yeah. I hope they did the right research and right test footage on all that to like make sure this hits. Yeah. Because otherwise, it could be really like an awkward part that's thrown in there. You know yeah. what I mean? Because like anytime you you incorporate animals like that, either works really well or it doesn't. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, they need to go ahead and just watch John Wick Chapter Three and basically go ahead. Kind and, of. Yeah. yeah. Like honestly, if you want to see how you use animals, that's the way to do it. Yeah. Um. And you don't want to make them too human-like. Yeah. Like uh, I'm not gonna explain this right. They should be feral, but still listen to Harley. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like they shouldn't just be 100 percent domesticated, and they shouldn't be like have borderline human expressions when they do things. You know what I mean? Yeah. They should be like, like saluting and shit. <laughs> or, or like, or like if she talks to one, and it kind of responds to her visually, like, oh, I'll smile at you. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Don't like, want that. I, I don't want shit like that in there. That's fair. It's easy to do. It's easy to do when it's something like this that is clearly going to be over the top. Yeah. And I'm not saying that as a criticism of it being over the top. But, but you don't want to lean into it so much. Right. Yeah. So that's a couple things. If you avoid that kind of shit and give me more masks, give me more birds, less dogs. <laughs> Fair. Um, I, I kid, though. Uh, but really, I, I, I want a hell of a lot more of everything else that was there that was not Harley Quinn. Sure. Um, yeah, guys. So let us know if you thought the birds of trait, uh, birds of Trey. I'd, I'd watch that movie. It's, it's about a lunchroom. Uh, <laughs> or, tra- or Trey Parker's hordes of women. <laughs> Which I'm sure he's doing. I don't think he's married. I'm sure he's I don't doing. Know. I'm sure he's doing well for himself. But he's not. But uh, let us know if you thought the birds of, of the birds of tra- uh, bird- God say birds of prey trailer. It sounds like Cartman during sex. I just that's really awkward. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Damn. I'm not gonna. And the emancipation. Oh my god. And okay. I'm. Oh my god. I'm not even gonna go through this. Birds of prey and the fantabulous emancipation of heart. I'm just gonna just call birds of prey. That's just too long a title. Like I'm sorry, but no. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Oh god. Oh god. uh, Ending off that pun, but um, OJ. Dude, you've got uh, you've got a podcast. Uh, Indeed, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be helping you stream here, Marvel Ultimate Alliance here soon. So, Very soon. Uh, let yeah, talk to the people. Let us know where you can find you. So check it out. Uh, you can catch me and my partner KJ at on our, on our show on the fly. You can check us out at SoundCloud. Um, find us there. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, uh, where we post uh, the links to the new episodes. Communally, we're at KJ and OJ spelled out. That's at KJ and OJ. My personal Twitter is at the O to the J, um, and that's a number two in there. Uh, instead of it spelled out, you can find me on Instagram that way. Uh, on Twitch, I'm at twitch.tv backslash O to the J. 
And uh, let's see. I think that's all I'm forgetting right now. Okay. Or remembering. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, you're good. You're good. You're good. I'm there somewhere. No, you're all good. <laughs> and you can follow the uh, go ahead and like us on Facebook at the Real Pineapple. You can go ahead and follow yours truly on the Twitter at J Hunter Real Pineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at Nearman the First. You can follow Colin on Twitter at the Real. That's R E E L O'Neill. You can follow us on SoundCloud. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, and Stitcher Radio at The Real Pineapple. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll have reviews up this weekend for Joker, which I... That's going to be interesting, <laughs> to, to say the least, because, ooh, the marketing has been... I will, I will save it for the review, but... Got a lot to say about the marketing. Uh, we'll have a review up uh, this weekend for Joker. And we're going to have a review up this weekend for... Oh my god, it's more... Uh, so we're actually starting our real spooky spectacular series. So we're reviewing movies for Halloween at the whole week, uh, whole month of October. So we're reviewing uh, House of a Clock in its Walls, which I've been wanting to review and I'm so excited. We're reviewing uh, Sleepy Hollow as well. And we're reviewing Hocus Pocus with... Uh, my uh, uh, first-time contributors, Chrissy and uh, Amane. I'm really excited to have them uh, on the show. They're, we're going to get uh, drink some wine and uh, eat pizza and record that on Sunday. So I'm excited. But, uh, guys, we'll have those up for you on Monday morning. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Take care, guys.